Yeah, baby. It's hour four of the G Back Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. We'll hit the expressway coming up in 20 minutes. Take you commercial free to the top. It is a Mavs game night. We are two days away from the Texas Rangers reporting to Surprise Arizona. Watching MLB Network here. There's teams already that have arrived, including San Diego. And they're getting new uh, video in from from spring training for the first time in 2024. It's special. Mm. Sports are in the air. Here's the Chief with an addition. Football's finest. P's and C's, baby. Very, very exciting. Congratulations to Mike Bassick, Jared Sandler, doing some uh, some television stuff with the Rangers this year. Going to be absolutely fantastic. Uh, now, I think other than I think last night from a football standpoint, maybe the most disappointing thing is is the Niners just having no idea what the <laughs> overtime situation was going to be. But also, when you really go back, uh, and they didn't show too too much of it on the broadcast. But if you go back and see some of the clips, the disappointment of the the streakers. Uh, streakers plural and I don't know if this was just more hands on deck there for the Super Bowl and and, and being being ready for the yeah, moment the extra referees went out there and corralled them okay maybe that's what they yeah. had extra zebras floating around Brian the sideline really I hate about the extra, these extra refer- refs. yeah they're, they got in the way of the game well and, and of the streakers man because usually you get a good there's usually a good run there's usually at least like 30 seconds of of running around enough for like Kevin Harlan to give you that's a legit play by play or something yeah. this wasn't even quick you see the videos and it's like as soon as they get off the sideline it's like five yards into the actual field of play and then they're surrounded not and even one, fully naked and not even fully naked for absolutely uh so they started this thing off with sort of half-assing it You're gonna do but it go naked like, you got to go naked to freeze the security guys yes, you know you yes. got to so buy many, yourself that half second Nobody for wants sure. to tackle the naked guy or girl. But also, they refuse to be actually tackled. Like, one of the fun things about being the streaker is, can I put a move on a guy? Can I put a truck yeah. stick? Or am I going to get smacked here? Like, all things are on the table. This dude just does the give-up slide like a quarterback. Yeah, I would. <laughs> just I, a just a really I poor. I'm down, I'm down, I tap. Poor effort, poor execution, Gosh. poor plan. I, I mean, it, was, it was, must have been some Niners fans. We've seen some stadiums where there have been some pretty unathletic windbreaker guys. <laughs> Not you know the Super saying? Bowl, dude. NFL no, no, came prepared. That's what I'm saying. I think the Super Bowl goes out and recruits some real windbreaker guys and gals that yeah. know what they're doing. I mean, you know, they, especially they, in Vegas, that, that aren't gonna, you know, they play well in space. You know, they're going to be able to kind of make the tackle when they need to. They'll run know, like the wind if they. They're have not going to gonna pull a hamstring. I, I've seen. Heck, I saw a kid one day on a clip. He stole a soccer ball off a pitch. At a, in a in an EPL game. Oh, went right. over the grabbed the ball. Threw the ball in the stands, jumped over the rail before the windbreaker people could get to him. That's incredible. And then was through the crowd and gone. That's gone. Awesome. Yeah. That's what you got to have. You got to have a plan, you know? Yeah, this is poor. Sometimes the windbreaker people just. Half assed it in the Super Bowl, man. That's just not acceptable. No, hugely disappointing. What's Uh, the fine for that, you think? Super Bowl? Is that a night in jail? It's a night in jail, I would assume. Maybe you can get out on bond. 1500. Think so? Yeah. Which, when done right, is oftentimes worth it, dude. It's an epic viral video. Everybody's kind of applauding you. You did your thing. Maybe you shook a guy. Maybe you did a little truck stick. Who knows? You put on a little bit of a show. Uh, but but not last yeah, get night. Kevin Harlan to describe what's going well, on. Yeah. He's wearing a bra. He's yeah. wearing a bra. Exactly. I don't think yes. Kevin did yesterday because apparently, as as Tony revealed, they weren't supposed to talk about it. So yeah. in classic Tony fashion, he talked about it and then revealed that they weren't supposed to talk about nice. it. Nice. But he has no impulse control. With his he microphone. doesn't know what he's doing. Well, okay, we do need to grade the Romo, and we're going to do that. But I do want to tee up the text here because I'm seeing takes that I, I can't disagree with this take, but it's pretty funny to think about. Yes. 877-881-1053 is the worst team in the NFL. FC closer to a Super Bowl than the second best team in the AFC. 
thanks to Mahomes and just that Bowser level of it. Doesn't matter how great you are in the AFC, you're ultimately not going to even get the chance at the Super Bowl because Mahomes is going to cut your playoff a little bit short. I think that's a, I think that's a good take. So I'm going to run with it myself, and hard I'm going to agree. Disagree. I'm going to go true on that. Yeah, that's hard to disagree. I think I got to lean true as well, but I do think Burrow. Burrow's the one that can get. Yeah, it done. I would he say stay healthy. healthy. Joe, if, the, please. If, if the second best team in the AFC is the Bengals, yeah, I would side with Cincinnati. Cincinnati has the second best chance to win a Super Bowl in the NFL, regardless of year or. Conference. Yeah, I mean, I think whoever comes out of the NFC now is just pretty screwed. <laughs> like you're not, you're not beating Mahomes or probably Burrow. Well, yeah, I, I think the worst team in the NFC is closer to a Super Bowl than the second best team in the AFC. Here is the final call. This is Nansen Romo. This is the uh, Andy Reid calls in uh, to the headset of Pat Mahomes. We're going corn dog with the ketchup and the mustard. We're going to trust Meikle Hardman in the most uh, important moment of the game. This is how it sounded on CBS, and Romo gets crushed for the way he handled it. Take it away, Romo and Nance the second quarter that's right because i can only see people out there being like what's going on first and goal mahomes flings it it's there hartman jackpot kansas city and this was the andy reed special there we go this was the andy reed special we talked about he was saving all day he's gonna fake a motion to go across and at that moment he turns and goes back hartman who they didn't have right and they go get Hartman and bring him back. And the game-winning drive of Mahomes' career. He's been waiting for his one Super Bowls, but he's never had it in an overtime. He is the best. He is the standard. When Michael Jordan wins it again. So it wasn't necessarily what he said that was wrong. It's just that he took the, I guess from... Nance is famous for let, for letting it breathe. Letting it breathe. It's Nance, either let it breathe or let the play-by-play guy continue to describe. Because at this point, it's not like they're going to replay and no. Romo's breaking it down. They score the touchdown, and then it's just all about the on-field celebration that's going yeah. on in that time. It's not about breaking the play down yet. We'll get no. to the replay in a moment. No. It's about appreciating sort of right. whatever the, nas- the, the natural sounds are from the field or Nance continuing to sort of paint the picture and, well, he and didn't even nance, let jim get into the call no no but that's what he nance said jackpot which is perfect for being in vegas right he he, he you gotta let it led that thing as soon as he said jackpot on tv lay out yes just lay out if you're romo let it breathe let every and let that let them they've got a million cameras there let them hit them all yep you know, let them just yeah. hit them all that's that's they're showing the it. hugging the Andy and then, Reed, the gatorade back and he's over here telling you the play that just then, happened and then and let and, jim and then let jim bring you back in you know the chiefs win you know and, and let, then you'll get your moment Donnie. yeah yeah he said he was stepping all over it yeah like a jack nobody a. cares about the details of the play right now the, Not the champion all. was just determined yep yep after a, a overtime we're getting game, a, yeah. a, a hurried awkward explanation that yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this dude right <laughs> well, now. And, and then he, I mean, it's funny because The Athletic had an article today and he's just super inconsistent. He just has no consistency with his thoughts. So there's 10 seconds left in regulation. Chiefs are at the 49 or 11. Romo goes, if you have six seconds, you feel comfortable taking another crack at it. After an incomplete pass, there's six seconds left. Yeah. And then he goes, if he had seven, I'd do it. Kansas City should kick it. It's like, um, but Tony, you just said the opposite. I I, I remember hearing that in real time because they add an extra second onto the clock. It was yeah. nine seconds, and they go, we're going to make it ten. ten. And almost like, man, that one second can make a difference because if you have six seconds, you feel like you have enough time to run a now second you got play. Six, Tony. They had six, but <laughs> it just wasn't quite enough for them there. So you guys agreed you're not you're not going for the touchdown with six seconds. 
Is there a hard, fast rule on that? I don't know. I, I, I'm not totally sure uh, if there is a rule on that. I, feel I think like I'd have taken a shot at the end. Zone. I mean, it only took you four to do what you did. Yeah. I think you I had a timeout, too. I right? think the, the worst thing was how close that ball came to being in a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what. Yeah, Warner was yeah. blanketing well, play Kelsey safe, on the play. I get it, but. Uh, I think with Mahomes. I felt like, hey, we got momentum. We'll be the better team in the overtime. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, mean, they I don't, definitely did. There's not a wrong deal there, but you think, hey, I'm Andy Reid. I got the play, and I got the quarterback. Let's yeah. end this thing right now. And I, a timeout. Yeah, yeah, and you had the timeout, so you didn't necessarily. If you catch the ball at the one yard line, you can burn the, the you know, the timeout and still be able to kick the field goal to tie it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just the amount of I don't give a bleep from Romo when he's doing these broadcasts. Like there's just zero preparation. You can tell he's not watching and studying the game anymore. He was great when he started, but you're starting to see the laziness and the fact that he's making so much money. No, all the techs that want to come in defending Tony Romo. If you like watching a half-ass broadcast, then cool. Watch Romo. He's making so much money right now. Dude, you need to go out there and at least work at your craft. That might be Romo super fan. I get that. You know, Romo can do no wrong. You've defended Romo all these years. You're just picking up what you do, right? You're grabbing your swords and shields, and you're going to go battle for Romo. Um, But you you don't have to trust us or the athletic. I mean, there are uh, CBS iconic and legendary executives that have ripped Romo in recent years. Just Google it. Trust me, nobody is making anything up here. Oh, yeah, Dick Ebersol, right? Yeah, yeah NBC. Oof. He went after him real well, good. And then Dick had to apologize. That was a year ago. Yeah, but honestly, he was on to something. It's, it's gotten worse. He was a Richard. Uh, Taylor Swift, <laughs> how, how, how many times do you think they showed Swift on the broadcast last night? 17. I think it ended up being a less less than a minute. Like, it was 1% of the entire Super Bowl 22 broadcast. total times. 18. The over-under, I believe, was set at, like, four and a half times. Oh. And they hammered oh. that over 12 times. I thought they oh. did a great job with the... Uh, the amount she was shown. It was a total of 54 seconds. It's a good balance. Uh, point. She's a fan. She's got a boyfriend that plays in the game. Yeah, no, 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 no Should issues here. Yeah. I just was curious no, if you no, guys I'm had just, an idea. I'm, I'm just saying people that, you know, they, they get on about showing her so much, but she, she, you know, she's got skin I mean, in the game. She did the crowd-pleasing move of hammering, uh, like shotgunning a beer or whatever. Yeah. You know, that always gets the people going. You know, when she was on the field after the game, like, like she always lets Kelsey and his the mom have their moment. And she kind of stays back. Yeah, that's know? because and, she's still girlfriend. Yeah, let yeah. her get to wife status. Yeah. She did take a, a couple of important steps of bringing her own crew to the game, though. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. She changed out. If you notice the people around her, she must be superstitious because there were people, different people that were sitting next to her, like went on to her left. Well, like, she brought Blake Lively. Yeah, I believe like Ice she, Spice. Well, like, she moved some people out of there. The game was kind of going a little crazy, so she like. You all right, come you you now you're out. You oh, come now, okay. You, you come down here. She yeah. subbed in a little bit. Yeah, she subbed in some people for some superstition. I respect the strategy. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, only NFL quarterback in the last thirty years to go eight for eight or better with twenty-seven plus rushing yards on any single drive in any game, regular season or postseason. He did it in overtime in the Super Bowl to win it. Uh, I mean, that's the other thing. Like that last drive, when you think about the takeaways from the game. That last drive, like I'm sure NFL films will be going inside that final drive there, and it'll just be epic to get the the mic'd up version of everything that was going on in the field there. But yeah. Mahomes just being at his peak level dominance on that drive was awesome. I mean, he can kind of play the game how Jason Garrett coached it, where just just keep me close until the fourth quarter, where he's just actively not trying to mess it up. And I think he even underestimates his ability to go get it what's needed. You know, uh, and it, it, once you get in the fourth quarter and it's it's needed, he just he made it look so easy. You know, I yeah. I, I I just 
I don't think we can fully conceptualize the dominance that that uh, he is bringing to this league that is s- supposed to be all about parity. You aren't yeah. supposed to be able to wreck this league. No. And, and for us, you know, the headline is is Mahomes, but uh, there's a ton of respect for that defense. And this was Andy Reid right after the Super Bowl. It's Nance. It's the trophy. It's the stage. This is the first words out of his mouth at the microphone. How about that D, baby? <laughs> And I think that's a great rhetorical question to ask because th- this this defense for the Chiefs was historically underrated. It's like the no-name defense sort of. Like nobody we, – we, we, we did not give them credit. Like all season long we're talking about the issues offensively that they were having. Meanwhile, the defense is just keeping everybody uh, under 20 points, oftentimes at like 17, 16 points. And by DVOA standards, this was, this was the best playoff run for, for any team. Um, that, like the teams that they were able to beat – this was the hardest, apparently, playoff gauntlet that anyone's ever had to go through. And a lot of it has to do with that defense and the offenses that they went toe-to-toe with and just completely shut down from the Dolphins to the Ravens, the Bills, and then the Niners last night. Uh, trivia question for you guys. Okay. And and I think Dawson sort of already won football game of the day with the Nick Foles trivia yeah, question. Sure. All right. But mm-hmm. this we, can, yep. we go, can we do co-champions here? You guys oh, open yeah. to that? Yeah. Co-football guys of the day? Yeah. I mean, it's a freaking Super Bowl Monday, for goodness sakes. The win percentage in playoff history. Mm-hmm. If Pat Mahomes doesn't have the best playoff win percentage, he's 15-3, and three and he's over 800 win percentage. Now, this is quarterbacks with a minimum of 10 starts. If Mahomes doesn't have the best win percentage in friggin' playoff history at the quarterback position, who does? Montana. I like where your head's at there. He's at a 696 win percentage. Steve Young? He's not even in the top five as Joe Montana. Steve Young, I don't see on this list. Okay. I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven names. Wow. And Joe Montana is number seven. Bradshaw is number four. He was 14 and five in the playoffs, almost an 800 win percentage. Staubach? Staubach's not on there. Mm. Troy is. Troy's on there. Yeah. But he's number five. Was there like a minimum games played? Yeah, 10. 10. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you said At that. At least 10. And, it, and it, it is helping this guy because this guy played in exactly 10 playoff games. He only lost one of them. His name. Is it Joe Len Flacco? Dawson. <laughs> Joe Flacco, good guess. <laughs> is, it, is it Joe? It's not Joe Flacco. I was, I was really, I thought, I thought Broad Can we get a hint? This. this is a. Um, is it an old guy? I mean. Is he, it Bob Greasy? No, but it does start with a B, uh, and he is—he's a Packer. Oh, it's—it's it's oh, Bart Star, Brian Star, Brian Bart oh, Star, Bart Star, nine and one in playoff history. Wow, nine hundred win percentage. That's the only one better than Mahomes, who's sitting at eight thirty-three right now, fifteen and three in the playoffs. I, you know what? I didn't. Yeah, you're disappointed in yourself, well, aren't no, you? You're kicking I, yourself. Well, you should have known that he played in those. Yeah, those you know those championship games and stuff. Yeah, should have been right. Yeah. It's all right. Dawson is uh, just going to be the the single holder for football guy of the day today. Congratulations. Is it a popular move up there to name your dog Bark Star? Bark Star? Yeah, absolutely. Bark, bark. bark cool. Star. Yeah. Bark Bark. Bark. Yeah. Thanks, bro. I yes, think sir. you're on to something. Man. I love an edition of Football's Finest. We do it most afternoons at 5 o'clock here in the G-Bag Nation. Cowboys got a D.C., uh, we'll talk about that. We'll play you the audio. Micah Parsons, C.D. Lamb. Is this headed in the right direction now as we hit the expressway and go commercial free to the top? Coming up next, it's the G-Bag Nation on the fan. It is time now for the expressway commercial free to the top. It is brought to you by the on-time experts. We have C.D. and Micah audio coming up here in, in just a second. And a number of cowboy things have been developing. Let's uh, start with uh, the 
quote from Mike Zimmer. As Brian Broaddus has been all over this story for you since late last week, uh, and he gave a quote to Ed Werder shortly uh, after we went on the air today. The story became official, and uh, he says, I'm excited and honored to be back with a great organization. Thrilled to work with Mike McCarthy, for whom I have had a ton of respect for in our NFC North days, and to do anything I can to help the Joneses and the Cowboys, and it is now official. Mike Zimmer is uh, his head coach, or is a defensive coordinator, and now we'll get to see if he can make this thing better than Dan Quinn did, Brian. Yeah, we need to figure out, though, too, is he going to be able to bring some people along with him? You know, I think they got a couple of spots that they're having to deal with, so... Uh, we'll see if, if, in fact, that they have guys in mind or Mike might be able to grab a guy or two that he's worked with in the past. So we'll work on that next. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure they'll they'll get that filled out. I, I'm just anxious to know, and it's it's so cool that we have the draft coming up in, what, two months or two, two and a half months now? You yeah. know, free agency here in just a couple of weeks. We're going to get a uh, combine at the end of February, too. That'll help ooh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I hope he's committed to finding linebackers, and I hope he's committed to asking the Joneses for a lot. You know, let, let me use this to segue into the the first talking point. It's a, it's a story that was posted in the morning news this afternoon from Michael Gelkin with the headline, with the Super Bowl over, the page turns to 2024. Will the Cowboys really be all in this offseason? The notion of a new roster-building approach could be all talk. And um, it was two weeks ago that Jerry kind of started to put us down this path at the Senior Bowl. And now we're about we're getting closer to now the, the rubber hitting the road where we could start to hear rumors and reports that the Cowboys are going to be in on this guy or that guy. We'll be in Surprise, Arizona in two weeks covering uh, spring training. You know, Rangers arrive there, start their workouts in just two days. And along with that, as every year is going on, NFL free agency is, is kicking off. What do you guys expect when we get there? Is this going to be an aggressive team for getting Mike Zimmer and Mike McCarthy, the players they need to be even better? After watching that Super Bowl, guys, I would think, holy crap, we were not even close to as good as the 49ers, and they weren't good enough to beat the Chiefs. We, we need to get out of this fantasy land where you can get in. Like, it was a bad strategy to begin with. And now that you have Patrick Mahomes hitting Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods type of uh, perfection at, at, at the job, we, we better build a super team if we want to get fitted for a ring at any point in the next ten, decade is what I would look at, Chief. Yeah, I'd be looking at it the same way as you. I don't believe they will. I, ca- I could see them being a little bit more active in free agency in terms of trying to get the right archetype of what Zimmer wants for his defense in there, but it won't be the 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 grade A sort of players in those archetypes. It'll be like, hey, we're still going bargain shopping here. If you want a bigger linebacker, we'll get you one, but we're not going to get you the best, most expensive one. We'll get you sort of the clearance rag version of the style and player you you want. So maybe Hankins there's some – Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe there's, So there's some linebackers, defensive tackles, whatever – uh, but I don't expect them to be swinging for the fences in terms of getting whatever uh, you know a top one or two player at his position in free agency. I do not expect the Cowboys to be in on it all, like all a right. Vita Vey in his prime or yeah, I mean, Dominic Yeah, and no you've chance. Got some good names. I mean, I, I Chris Jones. You're going to be able to get him out of Kansas City. I doubt that. But I mean, we've talked about Christian Wilkins, DJ Reader. Uh, there's several good defensive tackles. The linebackers. There's a bunch with Devin White's out there and, and some others that we could have conversations about. But I don't see them being super aggressive when free agency opens the first couple of days. I think it ends up being much of status quo, and they end up giving Dak a deal. They end up giving CD a deal, and those will be some of the things that they look at, resigning your own as usual. I kind of feel like they are going to be aggressive here. I kind of feel like that they're going to try and get linebackers. I, you know, I know Zach and I are working on the linebacker group right now. 
there's mm-hmm. a kind of a different, a little bit of a different mix. Yes. They're tall guys. They're short guys. They're really hurt guys. You know, I don't know if they want to go down the path of we're going to go out and get, uh, you know, just rely on rookie type players at that linebacker spot because, you know, you've already got a rookie really an overshone. You know, we'll hope that Zimmer can develop, you know, Clark a little bit more, mm. you know. Uh, do you draft one? Yeah, I, I just kind of feel like that you go need if Mike is going to, I believe, request, and this is just, I haven't talked to him about this or anything. I'm just saying this. I think Mike understands that he, for his defense to really work, he has to have linebackers. I don't know if he can wait on a developmental guy. Sure. So go get a veteran, and their all-in move might be to go get that guy. And then and then turn around and you know maybe draft a guy, but this is a little bit of a different group when you look at the linebackers in, in the college game. The best the best one is really really banged up. Hmm. Our kid Jalen Smith banged up. The NC State kid. Yeah, Wilson. Pa- yeah, yeah. Peyton Wilson. Peyton Wilson is one of the best linebackers in the country. He has got the types of injuries in the Cowboys in the past would like go. Oh, this is our type guy. Yeah, you know, round two guarantee. Yeah, yeah, he's huge, covers ground, super fast, can rush, but he's really hurt. But he's banged up. Bobby Wagner had like 130 tackles again. Yeah. I mean, there, there's options, and I, I think yeah, it's, there, there are. I mean, it's a stacked linebacker free agent class. I just I can't get my hopes up that they're actually going to go out and spend money to try and get a Frankie Louvu or whoever you look at as the top guy in the in the draft in, in the class, and then even like Patrick Queen with the Ravens. You know, he's a guy that I think you need to have him next to somebody that can actually call the defense. I don't know that Damone Clark is that guy. Yeah, I think we might be March 5th, maybe even March 2nd. Maybe into February we'll know how serious the Cowboys are about changing their approach. Well, I think Zimmer, I, I think the first thing, he has watched your he's watched your defense. He has, a, he has an idea where you're not very good. And the first thing he's probably going to walk in there and say is, we're not very good at linebacker right now. I can't sit here and play with, yeah. you know, with, with, safeties yeah, we do. as that you know so it's so important for his cover too if if he wants to be able to sit back like that to have tackles and linebackers that yeah. can go get the ball carriers it allows you to stay in more of a shell look and protect against the big play while stopping the run at the same time i believe that's the current defensive meta yeah so uh nick harris did a pretty good job dallascowboys.com looked at each of zim's three stops as a coordinator slash head coach uh, with the Cowboys, you know, he's brought multiple top five defenses. They were first in 2001, third in 03, fourth best defense in the league in 09 with the Bengals, third in 2013. And then with the Vikings, they were third, first, and fourth. So on his 22 defenses, seven have finished in the top 10 in rush defense. And then you talk about the linebackers. Jordan Love was on Michael Parsons' podcast, The Edge. This is another cut we have. Micah asked Jordan Love, what was y'all's game plan going into this game, and what did Jordan Love key on? Yeah, man, I think the, the key for us going into the game was we, we needed to run the ball. Like That was a huge thing. Obviously, we played y'all the year before, and I felt like we ran the ball pretty well. So um, just going against y'all, I'm, like, I'm not trying to talk, but y'all, y'all linebackers, you know, I think y'all had a DB playing linebacker. Um, I don't know, but like that was our goal was to be able to run the ball, and it was going to set everything else up. And obviously – uh, I think y'all biggest weapon is y'all pass rush. And so um, great DBs over there too, but I feel like they rely on the pass rush. You know what I mean? When you've got a great pass rush, you you thinking the quarterback going to get the ball out of his hands quick. And so we, we were able to, you know, take advantage of that by, you know, getting some chips on you, slow you down a little bit. Uh, D. Lawrence, slow him down a little bit. But man, I knew I was going to have to hang in that pocket, take a couple hits from you, take a couple hits from those guys. 
the guys we had at receiver, man, I, I was confident that they were going to go out there and um, do what they need to do against the RDBs, yeah, sure. man. Yeah, it's been a fly, I think, with this team's team building for a long time um, where they just don't respect the in-the-box players enough. They don't respect the non-star players enough, the guys that get it done, the grunts, the guys in the trenches. Um, they're going to get in there with their lunch pail because they don't sell tickets. Yeah, but and even when they do, it's like, okay, we'll spend the second-round pick on Jalen Smith. He's hurt guy. Leighton Vanderesh, he's hurt guy. These are things yeah. you knew on the front end, you know? Yeah. So it's it's even that when they – That philosophy might be changing. For sure. I, that, it, needs it has to. to be. It needs to. Yeah. You can't – you know, we've seen the Cowboys draft linebackers that have played very well for five to seven years. That's it. They don't play any more than that. You know, the Sean Lees – you know Bruce Carter back in the day. Yep. They've Another had guy. They, they've had guys. Jalen Smith. You know didn't play what two three years. Yeah. You know you can't sit there and keep putting investing high premium picks into players that play three to five years. Can't do that. Defensive tackle. It's the same thing though. They they have not done a good job at drafting and evaluating that position. Neville Gallimore didn't really pan out for you. Yeah. I think Oates has been pretty good, but he's also a guy that hasn't been able to put together a consistent full season. He can't play. It it, it he plays great till week twelve, right? And then week thirteen he falls off the cliff. You get burnt out in and these then, seasons, and then man. Mozzie, give the guy a break. I mean, Mozzie's a huge question mark. Right? See, that's now. the one thing. If I Mike Zimmer, that's the first thing I try and address. Like uh, you know, anybody that's left on the staff from the old days. Or from this past draft, uh, past staff, I'm asking, what was your plan for Mozzie Smith? What, what, what was your? Why is he? Why did you take thirty pounds, forty pounds off that man? Yeah, I'd like to think the beef up has already begun. Like the moment Zimmer well, signed the contract, he is he. You gonna play him as a one or a there, three? There's a U-Haul. There's a U-Haul of just nothing but junk food in a truck in front <laughs> of Mozzie's house right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe Papa John's gets in the mix, and it's just meat lovers, meat lovers, meat lovers. Yeah, put the cheese in that crust. Get him you that know what I'm saying? Bueno Dip it in that garlic butter, dude. All of it. It's time to get back to being you, Mozzie. And you you're a 330-plus pounder, bro. I'd open a Dunkin' Donuts right in the bottom floor of that elevator at the Star like they had the link. Yeah. Just Dunkin', walk right Dunkin out. Dunkin' won the day yesterday with all their hey, commercials. And, you know, I mean, we talked about the e- you know the eating is yeah. like the Dunkings. It, it's emotional with Andrew Zimmer. You know, maybe you sit down with, with Mozzie and you get a couple of his favorite things. And boom, those are at the star now. It's the Pop Tarts. Hey, this is for you, Mozzie. It's the Pop Tarts. Yep. Sure, for he sure, it's the Pop Tarts. Hey, get him one of those freaking uh, bowl game Pop Tarts that is l- that is statue size. And your the job, mascot. Mozzie, yeah. you got to eat one of those every you gotta day. You got to eat a whole damn mascot maybe, today. Maybe two or three of those every day, Moz. Couple of more cuts here. LA Live's coming up in five minutes. G Bag Nation, hope you're having a good one. The truckwreck.com fan text is open at 877-881-1053. We have Najee Harris, Steelers running back. Defending Dak Prescott. Here we go. Oh, who has the most hate? Oh, Dak Prescott. Oh, that's no no brainer. I don't think people understand how hard it is to play quarterback, first of all, NFL. And not only that, but play for the Cowboys and you winning 11, 12 games a year and you still saying that's not enough. And he don't even play defense. Yeah, 100%. That makes, it makes, like, I understand that, like, you know, and it's but there's, there's, there's not that many teams in the NFL that even has, like, a quarterback like that. Yeah, you know, I, I most disrespected player, least appreciated player in the NFL is that is that Dak Prescott. You know, I, I don't know. I, I think you're defined in sports by what happens in the postseason. I, I think he's been unlucky with the matchups that they've gotten in the postseason. I think he's unlucky that plays for a team that think it's okay to just pass at certain positions. Um, you know, but you know, I I, I don't know. I, I think what happens here is when time when you don't win. The Dak critics are loud, but when you win, the Dak homers are so loud. Twice in the last 15 months, 
I have been ridiculed for suggesting, no, Dak's not as good as Patrick Mahomes. How dare not. you? I mean, crushed. I don't know how that's a no crushed. No, how, how could you say as that? Good as Patrick Mahomes. How, how could you say that he's having as good a year as Patrick Mahomes? No, he's not. He's not as good of a player. You know, sure, he's putting up the stats, but there are so many people already. As soon as the Cowboys have won three in a row, okay, we don't even have to have to win a playoff game. Three in a row. Now, Dak Prescott is the man. So I get that he might be the most underappreciated, but by by the exact opposite and 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 real uh, truth of this, he's the most overappreciated. It de- it depends on if they won or lost their last game. Zach. Yeah, it's it's like I agree with what Najee's saying, but it's become indefensible. Like you can't defend Dak anymore. I I watch tried watch to. him win two in a row. I, and and that's fine. Like the fan base can and there it's hard to find a quarterback in the regular season that's as good as Dak. The problem is, in the postseason, more often than not, we have seen him come up short and not play well. And at this point, 10, 12 win seasons in the regular season, that's great. We know you can do that. What do you do in January? And I don't think that when you've watched Dak every single snap of his career like we have, we have the confidence that he's going to show up and play his A game because he hasn't. He's most of the time disappointed you. What did he do in that Tampa game, though? He was great against Tampa, but I also he think that a was a flawed team. football team. I mean, it's a playoff game. He beat he, he did, and he played great, but yeah. he beat up on a, a, a an bad eight win opponent. Team. He beat an eight-win team. You know, I think you have to give him a little bit more credit than that. Well, whatever credit you think he deserves there, he can have, but it doesn't outweigh all the other no, nightmares. No, I'm just saying, though. There, I mean, where it, he it, is it, literally it, crapped it, in his helmet well, for four quarters. It has oh, three. It's not. It, I'm just saying, it's not all terrible. It hadn't been all terrible. He's won two games, and he was good in those two games. I mean, it's looked bad for Mahomes twice in Super Bowls. You know, he gets the benefit of the doubt because he's a champion. He's proven. He doesn't have an obstacle to clear as far as, you know, who he is or what he's doing. But it's entirely possible in a short sample size for great players to look bad. You know, and if Mahomes has these matchups that he's had in, in what, against Tampa, the Rams, and then last night, it's like, where's the offense? You know, it is... It is, it is it is very possible in these big moments f- to be a really good player. So I'll, I'll be fair to Dak, but over the course of eight years, you've seen a, enough transpired, enough opportunities have, have been there that if it's if it's not clear to you, I don't think any amount of failure would make it clear. In the last two years were just really bad the way that they went out with the 49ers and the Packers. He just he played terrible. And it's more than just those two games. It's all the other games in between during the regular season where he's supposed to be a great quarterback, but it's it's a it's San Francisco in the regular season. You don't have a chance. It's Buffalo in the regular season. You don't have a chance. I it's just any time you go up in as some semblance of a playoff environment and I guess technically in Tampa Bay versus an 8-win team that is technically a playoff environment, but my dear god, dude, that that is nowhere close to what the actual playoffs is, and you've seen it every other time. It's maybe, just he doesn't he doesn't perform well. Well, maybe in those those big games too, their their defense has been god awful, hundred percent. But he also not every I mean, time he, he didn't help. Not every time Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo, just no, for bu- sure. But all, every San Francisco. Loss? I'm just talking about no. I'm talking about just games. You're talking about regular season the, the, games the, where he's been bad. Oh, in the regular season, the defense was bad against San Francisco. The previous, I think the defense was horrible against Green Bay. They were for sure. I don't they, think they I don't absolutely think, were. You know, so was his run game. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes can bring him back in that Green Bay game. No, the defense was really, really bad. 100. percent I mean that that was a full team loss. But the I two, just think there's a lot. More, I mean, like I say, and and I I get what you're saying about him in the playoffs. I totally get it. 
But I wonder, like I said, I wonder when you when he gets all the blame that, you know, maybe there's some guys like the Micah Parsons and and others that need to shoulder a little bit. Micah Parsons hasn't played very well in playoff games either. Have, have we we've done that, right? We we've No, I don't think blind. I think that a lot of it goes I think we're talking right now about Dak Prescott being Yes. Uh, you know, let me finish. I think we're talking about Dak Prescott Nobody here said a lot. Anything. I was just giving you a hand signal. I just, you know, the, the thing about it is we need to talk about some of these others that aren't showing up. 100%. You know. Yeah. And and that sample size is getting to where it's not small anymore either with some of these guys. No. The, the entire team can get it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Good now. Appreciate you. It's time now to go into the Pimp Cup where Lucius Alexander has L.A. Live, buddy. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> Are you good, brothers? I'm great. <laughs> All right, man. Can uh, I finish? I'm pissed off. Can I finish? I thank you for letting me finish. Can I finish? I appreciate that. No, you got it, man. You got anything yeah. you want. I'll give you, I'll, give you, I'll give you the thumb sign next time when you ran on. <laughs> right on, dude. I got y'all throw it right to me, too, right after that. Like, here you go, Lucius. <laughs> All right. Two things about the Super Bowl that I want to talk you about that I will about. never, ever forget. <laughs> I will never forget Travis Kelsey uh, assaulting his coach on the sideline. I'll never forget that. Coach Reed is an elder. He's an elder. <laughs> And, uh, and he can hold his own. Yeah, you know, by the looks of it, he's not the, the most healthy guy out here. No, he's no. not. He's not the most not. healthy. He eats he's a lot of through those cheeseburgers, too. <laughs> he does love the cheeseburgers. And I like how he left those cheeseburgers at the uh, the ESPN desk. Yeah. Did he take them? She was. He looked at him. He realized they were cold, and he was like, "Fam, I just won a championship. Exactly. I'm not about to eat no cold burgers." He knows he's got hot ones in the yeah. locker room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Travis Kelsey almost put his coach on the turf. That was assault. Poor guy. Man. Yeah, I'm glad they won and he got over that. And I will also never forget Usher uh, serenading Alicia Keys' booty the way he did. Yeah. He was, yeah. He, so he got married yesterday? Yeah. I bet she's 15 years older than him. I felt like he was really trying to make a play for Alicia Keys. No, he she wouldn't enjoyed do that. that. That's, what, that's what Usher does with other people's ladies. Makes it uncomfortable <laughs> for you, bro. He's habitual at this. He needs yeah. to be stopped. Thank you. Uh, but no, go back and watch that. He's uh, singing to her booty at one point. His eyes light up when he sees her and he starts, <laughs> man. Well, that's Usher. All right, let's get into it right into the great Rick James, yo. Can I finish? Sir, can I finish, sir? I fire up this funk and let's have a toe. It'll make you dance to some of everything. Oh, my Lord. Everybody get high. Is it hard to be fresh if you don't have money or can you still pull it off? See, when I had no money, I still had sauce. Mm-hmm. So if you don't got no sauce, then you're lost. Mm-hmm. But you can also get lost in the sauce. That's a fact, Jack. LA Live for February 12th, 2024. Yes, sir. It's a fun day Monday right here in L.A. Live. You could be anywhere in the world, but you are here with us, and, man, I appreciate that. L.A. Live is sponsored by Kissable Dental. There, no bill guarantee. Book online at kissabledental.com. Your kissable journey begins today. Mwah! One more thing here. G-Bag of the day. Yeah, we do it every weekday on the fan around 2.30-ish. Sometimes I get a hell of a lead-in like I just got for this one. <laughs> Might be a fight. Might be a big name. Who knows? But if you see anything floating out there, 
don't be afraid to hit me up at Lucky Lucius P on social media. Lucius Alexander on Facebook. You can follow every last one of us if you find G Bag Nation on Twitter. All right, this is toxic. Let me see here. It's not a Tuesday, but I gotta get to it on the days I can get to it. We have a toxic pastor. He's explaining to a woman why she's single. This is the reason why you're single right here, lady. I know, because I'm a pastor. It's your fault. <laughs> it's your fault. A woman should just shut up and look cute and nod your head. Jeez. It's your fault. <laughs> who want me to who, who want me to cr- critique them right now on the spot? You do it? Come here, come here right here. Come right here. Now she said she gonna do this, didn't she? Did I call her out? Did she come on herself? All right, so you need to lose weight. Find a good bra. You need to go to intimates. It's called intimates. I took my wife. My wife knew nothing about anything. I took my wife knew nothing because she came from a family who didn't know anything about it. I took my wife to a place that they have. We don't buy bras at Victoria. Not black women that got large breasts. So you need to get your bra made. And it's not that expensive. No, baby, you get a good bra. It's almost like having a breast lift. <laughs> it's, it's almost, <laughs> almost, almost like having a breast lift. Want to get away, bro? The reason why you don't have a date is because of them damn bowling balls you got up there. You don't have secured <laughs> yeah. properly. You need to secure those damn things properly. Yeah. You're disgusting people. <laughs> Come on, man. Let me give me a church. Yeah, I and I say that respectfully. My mother was a bishop was in she? churches. Yeah, yeah. She's got a doctorate and whatever that uh. Study of what was it theology? theology? Yeah, she's got a doctorate. Smart lady. God bless her. God bless her. LA Live 1053 the fan. Lubbock, stand up. Lubbock, Texas. Did you see this uh sportscaster out there? What's his name? Yeah, sports anchor Stan Smith. Hadn't seen this one. Like the Adidas, Stan Smith Adidas. This is KLBK in Lubbock. Predicted the exact score of the Super Bowl right here. It's wild because, you know, Patty's from Texas Tech, which is in Lubbock. It's just wild. Sure. Listen to this guy. Job. Give him this. <laughs> 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 yeah. Ooh. Man, I want to say something. All right, here we go. Hmm. Score predictions. Anybody? Uh, I want to go with 25-22. Okay. A little unusual. Ooh. Okay. Let's do that. Wait, huh. KC? Uh. KC. Okay, all right. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm going KC, but I don't, I don't know. I've got 28-24 KC. Okay. So we're kind of all in that yeah. same room. No, somebody else was exactly right. Yeah. How about that? I was, on a, flowers. I was on a national show and went uh, 26-21 KC. Close. And they were like, and the, and the guy goes, really? You see it going under? I'm like, yeah, I think yeah, the so. Under, the under supply. He goes, that's kind of a strange score, isn't it? I'm like, no, I kind of feel like that's both teams are going to kind of struggle with this thing a little bit. So I got a text back. I said, man, got close. Got close on that one. Uh, Gavin was right about Usher. What did you say about Usher, Gavin? Oh, I think we had a debate last time that he pulled some gal on stage and somebody got mad. Oh, yeah. And I said, time. Usher needs to stop. Yeah, he needs, yeah. he needs to be stopped. Kiki. No matter the cost. Kiki somebody that it happened to, yeah. And the fiancé was upset about Ms. it. Miss Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kiki Palmer. They broke right. up, man. Right. They broke yeah, up. They did. That, that whole situation fell apart. Wow. Did they get back yeah. together? Usher's a heartbreaker. I think they did and then fell did. apart again, bro. Oh, no. Usher, These ladies man. are wild with doing this stuff with celebrities. Like, Yeah, they think it's just a pass. Yeah. It's Full like pass. you would you would definitely would not do the same thing if like 
whoever walked in here from the female side, and I freaked out and started crying, and then this gal kissed me on the cheek, and I was like, I'm never washing my cheek. You'd be there with your girls like, I can't believe what just happened. This was the most embarrassing thing. I'm humiliated. I can't stop getting, I can't get this girl's uh, face out of my mind now. You know, I, I, our, our relationship is over. And they're yeah. out here running around like, oh, it's just, it's just Leonardo DiCaprio. I could totally kiss him, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's a cucking and a half right there is what that 100%. Is, just, yes. I didn't even ask for it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I didn't ask him to be a cuck. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. sign me up for something like that. Exactly. Hey, how many people do you think got arrested at the Super Bowl? Oh, give me give Two me, on uh, the field. Give me, give me. Two on the field. All right. Give me uh, 55. Double nickels. Wow. 27. San Francisco fans go in 31. Yeah. Niners. Let me go 80. Yeah. 80. Yeah. 80. Six people. Whoa. Six. Six people were arrested at the Super Bowl. Okay. You know, not connected to the Super Bowl, at the Super Bowl itself. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be bad. You know, I should have gone the other way because it's Vegas. They're used to dealing with unruly people well, and not taking them out. They know how to do it. Yeah. yeah. They're being a little bit more lenient. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One fan was arrested for a grand larceny. How do you get arrested for grand larceny at the stadium? What is that? I'm probably stealing a thousand dollars worth yeah. of goods or something. Stealing souvenirs. Souvenirs. Yeah. Another one was booked for battery on an officer. Mm. Ooh, that's no good. That's a drunk. Yeah, it was. And then two others were arrested for obstruction of justice. So they're probably like trying to get their friend back. Yeah. If you don't get back, you're gonna get a ticket too. Matter of fact, get them over there. What's I'll in tell your pockets? You what, if Andy Reid wanted to press charges, Kelsey would have been in the clink last night after that game. That was assault, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and walking assault, out of that stadium bro. like Killer Mike. Last oh, week. yeah, poor Killer Mike, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the two final guys that arrested, the ones that ran across the field, you know, stripping and acting the fool or whatnot. Uh, there was 56 calls regarding health scares. Ooh. Heart attack type things? Yeah, that type of situation. Probably wanted to test Over-served. that. They wanted to test that powder, that party powder that got out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably want to get their party powder tested. <laughs> Tastes a little funny, man. Oh, man. Smell it for me. Uh, for nine me. people needed to be trans- transferred to the hospital. Transported to the hospital. I said transferred. Okay. And y'all didn't even stop me. I said transferred, and y'all didn't even stop We're me. We're going to let you just nah, run. You're, let you're, you run bro. Like you're that. looking for transferred. You're no. good. Just a slip of the tongue there. I mean, help your boy out. I mean, I'm surprised it's not more, especially when you get some older people in there, that the excitement is just nonstop for like two hours. It, I mean, the, the cutaways to Taylor Swift after that last she, run by Mahomes. She looked like she couldn't breathe. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Anxiety on everybody. Oh, yeah, she was like game. picking the fingernails. I mean, she was into it. Yeah. She didn't look like she was into Travis Kelsey's speech. Look like uh, she was a little uncomfortable by that Las one. Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Viva! Las Vegas, baby! <laughs> she was like, oh. Like leave the, the singing to me. First time she realized, like, man, our kids are going to be pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Athletic <laughs> as hell. I They're flew all the way from stupid, Tokyo man. for this. They're going to be pretty <laughs> tall. If her, if her first meetup with him was at the Super Bowl last year or before that, when he was, like, full-on pro wrestler dude all the time, this never gets off the ground. Yeah. He just got lucky. He he met her in a in a quieter time in his life early in the season when he was struggling. There's sixty dollar nachos. What the hell? Who's paying that? Where at the Super Bowl? Super Bowl two and four. How about those sixty dollar nachos at the Super Bowl? Well, it's the Super Bowl. Which is, yeah, I mean, yeah, respectfully, yeah, which yeah, Jerry's expect. part of that Legends group out there for yeah, that, that handles that stadium. Jeez, those, well, they had th- their uh, their house like cocktails were cheaper than just the run of the mill beers last night too. Which is weird. I didn't think that was ever the case, but it was like they wanted these people to get e- extremely liquored up because for like 16 bucks, you could get a premium cocktail featuring Don Julio, Captain Morgan, 
or you could spend $19 on a Michelob Ultra. Jeez. Yeah. I guess I I'm more that, likely. That feel backwards? Yeah, I, but maybe then you're ready to make the bad decisions. Like, oh, sixty dollars nachos don't sound as yeah. bad now. Yes, that's food. yes. The that's, more alcohol, the less money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. Hey, the power is shifting here in Texas. Apparently, in the North Texas area, there's a DFW realtor and a YouTuber. His name is Levi Lassick. Skip kicking up a little this. dust. You heard this? You heard I've heard this? Of this name. Yeah, it's kicking up a little dust out of here, Levi. Wants you to get ready for DFFW. Oh. Let's go to WFAA TV. <laughs> DFFW. What is this, Levi? Uh, you know, Frisco is really what I would call the new hub of Dallas. So, you know, we've always talked about DFW mm-hmm. or Dallas Fort Worth. People always refer to it as DFW. And I would say it's, it's going to become DFFW, which is Dallas Frisco Fort Worth. Ooh. So, Frisco now. There's so many businesses that are moving here from uh, all over the country, you know, relocating to Dallas, but they're really relocating to Frisco Plano area. So right there off of uh, the Dallas North Tollway and the Sam Rayburn Tollway 121 is the main corridor where a lot of these corporations are moving to. So we're seeing a lot of influx of businesses and it's spurring that growth in Frisco to where it seems like Frisco is the new hub. So you're not worried about, yes, maybe this is an extended drive to Dallas, but who's really commuting to Dallas from up here? Hmm. How do you feel about the Metroplex being DFFW, according to this man right here, instead of just DFW? Um, I'd be okay with it if, you know, if they can get a real downtown going and there's any reason to go up there other than, you know, going to the Star or FC Dallas. That's what it is right now. It'll just, take longer for me to adjust to that than even like the San Diego Chargers becoming the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you're going to give me, I'm going to need at least a half decade before I can really. DFFW. Like, it'll just never sound normal. Flying out of DFFW nah. airport. And it shouldn't be. Yeah. In fact, it shouldn't be normal. Just let let Frisco be Frisco. We don't yeah. have to like put it in yeah. front of somebody now. I think we're good. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I you're mean, doing good. Let's change the name of everything. We'll throw Arlington in there, too. Yeah, Thank and it you. wouldn't be I mean, DFFW. It'd be DFWF. Like, that last Fort Worth Frisco. Frisco. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now you're on to something. You're I putting like, Frisco in I front like of this. I like this now. DFWF. Let's go. I, I, I don't want to leave Arlington out, though, Wolchuk. I thought that was a good point. Yeah. I was, I was going to suggest, like, DWFFA. You know, for okay. a shout out to the farming background here. Yeah, that's Ooh, I dated an yeah. FFA chick in high school. Get us those purple fun. jackets. <laughs> oh, so I was reading the fan text. Everybody's talking about the DFF. <laughs> FWDF. Uh, a lot of people are not liking it, though. Levi's no, got to stop. It just sounds yeah. awkward. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, man. Well, Lord willing, the creek don't rise. That's my time. I'm pulling out. Enjoy yourself out here in the DFFW, folks. DFFW. <laughs> There he goes, Lucius Alexander, 540 every night, L.A. Live here in the G-Bag Nation. Okay, when we come back, Wolchuk, what would you like to talk about? Yeah, we got CeeDee Lamb addressing the moment his mother took to social media during the Cowboys playoff game. We'll talk about that and some more football next.